a couple of G's. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Then you got booty, don't say anything. Chia with me back a couple of G's. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Show episode number 102. We hope you all are doing well this evening. We are, and we cannot wait to have uh, a little time with you guys. Uh, yeah. Taking time out of your life and uh, hang out with us, man. Spend some time with us. We appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, much love to everybody. Uh, I'm still kind of like cruising on the high of episode number 100. Like we hit the fucking. The almighty landmark, yeah, bro. We finally made you know, it. yeah. So I'm still kind of cruising on that high because that was such a good feeling, dude. It was, it was tough for us to like kind of keep this thing going consistently through the first part of uh, uh, the better part of four and a half years, but or I would say four years. But once we hit four years and we started doing it again, like since the whole pandemic and everything, we've really been uh, cranking out episodes like uh, on a timely fashion and. Uh, Ever, all the fucking kick-ass people uh, are spending time to listen to us and hang out with us when we're going live on Facebook, and it's it's just rad. It's just super rad. It's kind of surreal because all we're doing really is just talking about music and wrestling, and Things there's other people who are interested in that. So it's like, okay, I, I guess we're hanging out. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, I was going back and looking at some of the very early stuff of us, you know, doing the whole thing at Mike's house. Uh, super duper producer up in uh, Payson shouts out. How are the levels? How are the levels? He's, uh, we're, we're just kind of like, we're working through tech issues. I mean, as we still do to this to this day. But Bro, you, know, you couldn't like, hear me for the first like 20, 40, 60 episodes. Yeah. You couldn't even hear me. Yeah, and like that was a reoccurring issue. Is Rody's mic, and then like, just like just seeing how far we've come, and just like how professional we are, to where even when we like, like uh, Marcel, my friend who's here right now, he was talking about at the uh, extravaganza about how he's like, man, it's weird. I don't know. Like even Guyver said this too. He's like, I don't know if. Uh, I could do the live podcast like that, like in front of people, you know? And I'm like, we've been doing it five years, you know? Like we just fucking set up shop and start bullshitting, dude. Like we don't care who's That's watching. That's really what it is. That's and really like, what it comes down to, dude. Yeah. And so like, I'm like basically the long way around of what you just said is I am thankful as well for all the, uh, the years, the viewers, the support, and just getting to shoot the shit with, you know, two of my best friends. Well, one of my best friends in the entire 
world. Fucking, he's right here. He can hear you. He's your best friend too. I'm. Somebody gonna tell him? <laughs> I'm I kidding. can't talk. I just hit the weed. I love both of you guys very much. You guys are both two of my best friends that anybody could have. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we, we've been doing this for so long and uh, to many more years to come. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of coming, Ooh. I think we should uh, start coming all over this uh, punk rock talk segment that we got coming up here. This is punk rock talk! Welcome, everybody, to the Least Listen To Segment Podcast History. Welcome to... I kind of just a little botched it. A little botch. You ran with it, and it was was like a misstep. It was like like when Kenny Omega looked like he was going to drop fucking Hangman when he went for that over-the-rope fucking (laughs) suplex thing. Not suplex, but powerbomb. And then he just went with it and went smooth into it, and it all went smooth. It was like that little, little bit of a slip there, but you got through it. <laughs> oh, welcome everybody to Punk Rock Talk. Uh, this is the segment where we take time to talk about what's happening in uh, the punk rock world, as well as you know things outside of. Uh, well, we did, we we basically touch on Arizona, but sometimes we touch on things outside of Arizona. Yeah, touch on each other a little yeah. bit. Sometimes we touch each other. But you wouldn't be able to see that because you're listening to us right now. So you're going to listen oh. to us touch each other. Yeah. We we apologize, folks, that there is no live this week. But that's all right. That just means we get to get a little more intimate with each other. And uh, you get to hear a little more intimate of a podcast. We're not distracted with, you know, all the viewers commenting like crazy. Like crazy people. So... Yeah, sometimes it gets a little wild, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna just going to throw this out there right now because you know it's coming. I got them tickets to New Year's. <laughs> yeah, 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 New, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year's Eve, left alone. Got Skull Drub. Scub Drub. Scub Job. Skull Drug. Asswipe Junkies. Perfect Sense. Blotter Vision. Squared. God damn, there's more. First or last, Skeleton Army. Every time I think I've got it all, there's another band. But yeah, it's going to be the Homie Fest, so make sure to look out for that and hit us up for tickets. The boys will send you directly to me. $10 tickets, folks. $10. That's not bad. That's That's not bad for a killer lineup. I do need you to save me two of those. Okay. Save me two of those. You got it. Hell yeah. My well, wife and I will be attending on, you know, you know like Steve. He <laughs> they'll be there. <laughs> I might make it. You ain't gonna make it, man. We all know you I ain't might. make it. You're gonna say you, but you're, oh, dude, I may oh, show up. go to this one. I might. Did you go Possibly. to this show on Wednesday? Could happen. No, I definitely no. couldn't make it up to that. <laughs> I had to work all night last night. I didn't Shout go Shout out either. to Shane Pug. Uh, he did it. <laughs> didn't you have to play? I, I couldn't. Yeah. We didn't have a babysitter. I uh, really yeah, wanted to, sure. but yeah, we couldn't. Well, shout out to our buddy Skip. Uh, sounds like he got uh, 
outpour of support for uh, the event they put on for his mother last night. A nice little benefit event at the Yucca Tap Room. Uh, shout out to Yucca Tap Room for hosting that. Uh, we greatly appreciate uh, everything. Yeah. Tonight, if you're listening to the podcast version, which it's you're probably at the show right now. Uh, Haley Green Music is uh, at the Valley Bar tonight, so that's cool. We got the Joey's at the Yucca. We have... Oh, ma. <laughs> Las Cholas Pelagrosas. Albert Melise at Virginia G Pipe Theater in Scottsdale. That was not easy for Meatbag, folks. That's how you know he's a professional. Oh, it was really hard, actually. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow night, sundressed with a fake home at Rebel Lounge. Proof of vaccination or negative test required. Uh, Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers with the pubes. French nice. girls. Battered suitcases and Dolph Cheney at the Rhythm Room. Proof of vaccination or negative test required. Los Angeles Misfits with ADD at Yucca Tap Room. Uh, same rules apply there. Jason Navor will be at Pub Rock. Um, Everclear. And Weedus will be at Celebrity Theater. Nice. Uh, same rules apply there. It seems everybody's doing the fucking vaccine card and negative tests. So yeah. uh, if you don't have any of those, try to find a house show or or a, a low-key show. Sometimes they put on, like, parties and stuff like that. So uh, and you really there's definitely, like. if you're feeling left out, there's, yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling left out, there's got to be something out there for you. Stop by a friend's house and uh, watch them rehearse or something. You know that always gets you up in your gets the uh, one your friends up in uh, high up in their spirits when they're having one of their friends over watching them rehearse. Just go to and urgent care. Out. Just go to urgent care every fucking two weeks, dude. Like twenty four yeah. hour results. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, you could you could do that, or like if you have like some money to burn, you could always go to like a CVS and get the home test there as well. Yeah. Uh, mo- moving forward. Going down in Tucson, you have fucking Guar with Napalm Death and I Hate God at the Rialto Theater. Nice. I didn't know they were still playing out um, after Odorous passed away. Yeah, because that was their singer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they still are. Nice. (laughs) Yep. So uh, thank you to Every Show Joe for that list of shows. Yes. Uh, Go and check out Every Show Joe. Go support his page, his channel. All of his social please medias. Do. Yes, please do because um, uh, yeah, needs to happen. So before we Have a show get, go. before we get too far away from the punk rock of talking, um, I got I recently checked the email on the G, the old geo and meatbag gmail at gmail.com. Geo and meatbag at gmail.com. That's where you can get a hold mm-hmm. of us, folks. <clears throat> and uh, the Beaters band stopped by. It's been a while since we've heard from them. From them, um, basically, they sent a little bit of information about themselves because the last time I attempted to explain who they were, I did a terrible job at it, as I do here on this show. <laughs> so they are um, from Italy, and they sent a little bio and some music. So at the end of the episode, you will hear two a brand new tracks from the Beaters band. Nice. And, um, yeah, so basically, um, <clears throat> the Beaters Band from Italy was formed in September 2018. Um, they've been in contact with us pretty much ever since, sending us little tunes here and there. We've, we've always made sure to play them. Uh, the band members are Dontella Guida, the lead vocals, 
and guitar, Leonardo Sirini on bass, and Enrico Vanni on drums. The band has has as its goal the modernization of vocal music of the 50s and 60s. They do this by giving the songs new life with a punk rock sound while maintaining their classic soul. In April 2019, their first album, Vol Uno, was released, which means volume one. In October of the year, of the same year, an EP of four songs was released as Black Christmas. And in January 2020, a vinyl 7-inch uh, 45 record was released entitled Love Songs. In September 2020, the band published Valdu, Volume 2, another collection of songs with that vintage flavor. June 2021, an unreleased album of two original songs is released. Love Can Be With You and My Mother Plays Rock and Roll. Um, November 3rd, their 7th, their 7-inch their uh, Love I Can Be With You limited edition was released. There's 100 black copies, 100 white copies, so get at them now. And folks, you are going to hear both of those songs at the end of this episode. Go and check them out. Facebook.com slash The Beaters. Vintage Punk Rock and Roll. Fuck up. And, uh, you know, that just gave me a good idea. You know what I'm thinking, guys? I'm thinking to spice up our punk rock talk a little bit. I think every single show that we do, we should feature one artist. Yeah. And I mean, and today? Yeah, the Beaters Band. The Beaters Band was our featured artist of the yeah. Geo and Meatbag show. That's so a great, great idea. Job explaining, great job explaining that, Geo. Great job letting everybody know who the Beaters Band are. Please go follow them. I'm sure they're on Facebook, Instagram, all the shits. Yeah, the we shit. It, some people call it sh socials. I call it the shits. The social shits. So, uh, speaking of, you know, featuring artists, folks that... <laughs> everybody that follows the Geo and Meatbag show on all of the shits, the social medias, as Meatbag has so elegantly put it, Yes. Uh, you must already like know that. that on December 2nd, we are going to have a very rad guest joining us, uh, Chris Daly, drummer of Authority Zero. And I add Pulley, which is one of the fucking dopest yes. punk bands out of California. I love Pulley so yeah. much as well. It's from Pulley. But we're Can't mainly going to be Pulley. focusing... Yes, exactly. We're mainly going to be focusing on Authority Zero, the new record they just put out, the tour that they're fucking heading out on, the giant North American tour yeah. for Ali Ali Oxton Free. We have Chris in studio. Dope album. Coming yeah, up they on will the be in Vegas the very next day. You're familiar with that area, right? Me back. Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, a uh, little bit of tour information. Go to www.authorityzero.com to check that all out. Uh, check out their new release, Oli Oli Oxenfree. Um, if people, if you want to go ahead and take notes now, um, I will throw up a Q&A on Spotify. Uh, you guys can post questions that um, we'll, we'll read through. The best ones we will actually ask Chris himself. So if you want to reach out to Authority Zero, anything you want to know, let us know. We will do our best to try to relay the questions. Fuck yeah. 
Yes, we will. Great, 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 great shit, Gio. Love it. Uh, also, um, I have a brain fart. I forgot what I was going to say, but I like you guys. I love much. you. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. Bang, bang. When was the last time Bang Bang Bradley was out? Yeah. It's been a uh, while, it's, huh? It's been about two years. Dude, I think we need yeah, to hold him down and get him wasted, dude. Yeah, dude. I thought the other night nah, when he was I'm drinking cool. Cokes, I was like, are you, what are you drinking? He's like, rum and Cokes. I was like, no way. It's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> drinking at Chuck's. Was he? No? Nah, nice. just smoked a lot of weed. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. I got so high. Them eyes don't tell lies, baby. <laughs> so so yeah. uh, that's pretty much all I've got for punk rock talk. I wish I would have remembered what I was going to say, but it is now gone and apparently not that important. Yeah. My grandma used to say must have been a lie. Exactly. <laughs> that's, <laughs> really good. that's fucking great, actually. <laughs> Oh, oh! You know what I was gonna say. Uh, for those that are listening and that are interested, Chris is also a pro wrestling fan, so it's nice to be able to talk oh. punk rock and pro wrestling with somebody. So that's, that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I that's think gonna be really cool. Those are the best guests for us because then they exactly. don't have to just sit there for you know the whole rest of the show. Like, I remember Hulk Hogan. You know, like <laughs> it's like somebody who actually, and you don't even have to know a lot. Just don't be like, listen, Ultimate Warrior yeah. was just like, you know, and it's like I don't. Roddy care Piper about is the greatest. Nobody shared, has ever been as good as him. I shared a, a match on my Instagram story today, and I was like, this is professional wrestling, not you know, fucking dudes with bosses with weird fetishes and fucking dudes who are all drugged up. I'm like, these guys right here, who are, it was like Will Ospreay, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, it's like, that's pro wrestling. It's yeah. not what you think it is anymore. You know? Right. It's definitely it was not. just so much, and, and this is a good segue for us to get into, uh, through the table. And well, yeah, then we'll, fucking grab the table. I, I'm getting the table I was, tonight. I you was getting there. Uh, well, you sit there and do nothing like you usually do. Yeah, I'm going to go get the cables. Gio, run that music. Oh, my God! That's right. We are pile driving Rody through a fucking table tonight, and I'm just going to say it before Gio does because I'm used to him just screaming at you. Thank fucking God. Unnecessary. So I'll I'll take I'll I'll give Rody the the yeah. bump tonight. Folks. Rody, you're taking a bump tonight. <laughs> I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna pull a, a busted open right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter and uh, you guys can vote. Uh, you guys want you guys want Rody out and cash in or do you want do you want <laughs> 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 Oh my fucking god. So uh yeah, I'm really. I, I just want to start off by saying I'm really proud of the the uh, wrestlers of this age because they're they they're all kind of. Uh, it seems like they're all kind of on the straight and narrow. You know what I mean? None of them are. Uh, 
none of them are really like all roided out and like they're not old school. Just, they don't fucking they, get all yeah, fucked up. Yeah, that's the best way to put drink it. Drink and do that's drugs the, before that's and after the best matches. way to put it. Yeah, it really is. And and you're saying you you nailed it right on the head there. They all have just like their nose to the grindstone, staying straight and narrow, and just really trying to make the best out of themselves. And uh, they're just like in the best shape possible. And uh, they're just doing really good for themselves. And I'm just very proud to be a fan. And I'm very proud of all of the wrestlers in today's day and age of all the companies, whether it's New Japan, whether it's Impact, AEW, WWE. I'm very proud of all of them. And uh, it's a very nice... I don't want to say nice because we're talking about wrestling and it needs to be a little hard hitting. So I'm going to say it's fucking badass. I was going to say that's, that's cute. Are you done? Cause, yeah. <laughs> cause now I'm going to give you my, my take. What's your take? They're all a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> not, not many of these current generation wrestlers have had to be in a real street fight growing up. They've, they've been training and, putting their nose to the grind and all that yeah definitely but they haven't went and like lived life like i get a lot of sure. them a lot of them have, have, have uh you know had to live out of their cars and shit like that all for the grind and the de dedication of the job but i mean back in the day i mean i feel like growing up like those old school wrestlers they were really tough you know like you hear about people like uh harley race you, you don't fuck with Harley Race, you know? Like, he's no. just a bad motherfucker. He will straight up kick your ass. You know? I, I get mean, what you're saying. There's also, you know, there's also a lot of people from back then that weren't making good decisions and that were terrible people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... True. I'm not saying that. But there's uh, not a lot of grit left, and I think there needs to be a balance. I don't think it needs to go all one way or all the other. I think a, a good balance... Uh, creates the best in anything in life to me uh, anything I don't like anything to be too much one thing or too much the other it has to be well balanced so with this current generation very much so props I am you know I I'm proud to where these people got but at the same time I wish there was some more grit in uh, in wrestling oh shit. that's why it's nice to oh shit. that's why it's nice to have a John Moxley we got Das Boomin oh, in the man. house! Oh, man. What's going what up, on, boom? fellas? How we doing? What's, What's up, up Boom? Dude? Hey, oh, buddy. Not much. Had to come down and pick up some medicinal products. There you go. Well, it's nice to see Das Boomin on the show. You guys you know. can't see him, but we can. Yeah, so he's all for my eyes. Motherfuckers in my house. Eyes. I didn't even know he was here, dude. Sneaky, sneaky. Nice, dude. That's sneaky, well, sneaky. Y'all have a good one. I'm and you didn't even out. know it. Love you, buddy. Right. Drive safe, buddy. Oh, yeah, be safe. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. Well, that was a that was a nice surprise running we had there from Hell uh, yeah. Doss Boomin. That See that? Really cool. No entrance yeah. music. That's how you do a run-in. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It, it was very. It was played so well, dude. Played so well. <laughs> Who fucking so, running music? Moving Jeez. forward here. Uh, we're talking about kind of the, the wrestlers today that need just a little bit more of that edge, a little bit more of that grit. That's why I'm always a fan of guys like John Moxley, because you know that that dude has really uh, 
seen some hard times yeah. in his life and and could probably kick somebody's ass for yeah. real so you know it's it's uh he's he's believable you yeah. know and there's like i'm Not sorry punches. no no dis <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry no disrespect but there's no way marco stunts kicking my ass <laughs> bro get out of here kid yeah <laughs> shoo, shoo, so, shoo. so i get what you're saying you know yeah no, and, saying, and like, man. you know, I, I just, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to like be hoorah and stick up for the old school. Like, no, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with where we are today, but, sure. but you know, that all can't go away. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't mean to get too like, I guess political about it, but, um, in, in real life. You know, like you, you can go ahead and censor all you want, but if you take it all away, then what's left? A, a bunch of, you know, sensitive, you know, like you have to have a well mix of the past and the bad shit to learn and be good in the future, you know? So, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You know, uh, can't cancel everything. Well, yeah. and, and you can't because you need to learn from some of that shit. Some of that shit. You may think that needs to be canceled. Actually, people learn from it, and they uh, it toughens them up, whether it's emotionally, physically. So I, I definitely get it, man. You yeah. know, I get it. And, but uh, there are some, and and we're not disregarding the bad things that people have done here. Uh, we are, we are actually uh, very happy with like let's say uh, something that we all can agree on. Kind of uh, let's say Joey Ryan for example. I think he's kind of like getting what he deserved. If obviously I wasn't ever in like a match or I didn't work behind the scenes or anything like that, but if he really was being fucking scandalous, you know, with his whole shtick, uh, then he's getting what he deserves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so and and uh, there's consequences when you have actions like that. I'm well, not I've just that, I've like, only I've only read what's on the internet. I don't yeah. I don't fucking know Joey Ryan from uh Bradley's uncle, you know? Yeah. I fucking I don't fucking know. Him. two of us. He's <laughs> 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 No, I don't know Joey Ryan from Brad's dad. So yeah. uh no, but I mean I that he's he's a good example of somebody that like I like to see um basically, you know, cuz I followed him on social media because we did the meet and greet with him and then I saw all this stuff happen to him and then I well not happen to him I saw what happened after you know everything unfolded but then I just I kind of seen like okay he stood he stepped away from wrestling because he knew that that wasn't gonna be a thing anymore immediately and then he immediately tried to improve himself after that which I can completely get into I mean, people make mistakes. People do sh shit. They got to learn from their mistakes. They got to move on. Will he be in wrestling again? I hope not. I don't want to see him. I don't think sure. anybody wants to see him. But do I want him to die? No. He's, he's, an, he's a human being. He needs to fucking go and live his life and do whatever he's got to do to be better. Yeah, because wrestling isn't his only thing in life. Uh, so... At this point, you know, after being successful in wrestling, after, uh, you know, getting caught up in the shit he got caught up with, yeah, he should just focus on himself right now, obviously, and focus on trying to just uh, 
maybe change some personality traits or or some yeah. fucking uh, the way he thinks or something. If him being a piece of shit is the case, I I like I said I don't know. I've only read what's on the internet. I'm yeah. not. Well, I have my judgment, if, but it seems you know I, if, I'm not gonna say I don't judge anybody because I would be lying if I if I said that. Yeah, it but, seems uh, as if for the past my, two years he's been he's taken all of those steps and he's doing his own thing now and it seems like wrestling is so far away from him i haven't i haven't been a follower in like over a year now but i followed him for a little over a year after um everything happened um you know just because a little part of me didn't want to hear that you know he took himself out or something like that like you know you always gotta you always gotta be careful and, and and keep love for everybody so but yeah, yeah, like you said, like you said, uh, he's a human being. We don't want to watch him die, but yeah. you know, go off and live your life, and we would, you know, everybody in the world would like to see you do better. Yeah, with your life, you know. But yeah, so, I mean, I mean, perfect, for, oh, perfect right. conversation. Like, uh, I mean, going from you know, like the the well balance of that old school mentality into this new new age of, uh, you know, like there's gonna be a lot of shit that's not gonna be tolerated anymore, and 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 that you know instance would be one of them if it were to you know be true but yeah um we're gonna see a lot of that come to light big and, big reason why i'm a fan of aw dude because yeah. you can tell like everybody there just doesn't seem like they're fucking uh they're caught up in the bullshit you know yeah. what i mean whether it be drugs or drama or whatever like well and like you know i like how the way he, i like the way they deal with it too like with Excalibur when he was on the burner. They took him off TV for a couple of weeks. They made him go to some classes, you know, like human being fucking care classes. And then boom. Yes, yeah, same thing with uh, Sammy. Sammy Remember? G. He yep. got caught up for saying that shit about Sasha. So yeah. he got pulled off TV. A month of his salary went to uh, 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 a charity in, uh, or an organization rather in Jacksonville for uh, women who were... I believe abused or something like that something uh, I, and then uh, he had to take some classes and then look at him now he's your fucking TNT champion so yeah. you know yep yep people just need to chill back a little more man chill back whether it be and speaking of our oh go ahead I was gonna say go whether ahead. it be uh, you know in your actions or your reactions just chill back everyone and chill, chill the fuck, the fuck out man and my reaction last night to our TNT championship match was just jaw dropping. This fucking this fucking guy, Sammy Guevara, I don't understand how he's still walking. I don't I don't know. Literally get it. at at full gear he does <clears throat> like a twenty foot ladder bump up just a fucking you know, a swanton onto a fucking guy who's on a table. And then the next day, he's just fucking going through, or the, the next show, he's going through tables, you know? Yeah. And he looked right at the crowd. He said, I'm crazy, and just fucking went yep. for it, dog. And Jay Lethal wasn't taking that bump, so he moved out of the way, and Sammy went through the table. Uh, yeah. We thought we, we thought that was might be like the end of the match, but it actually nah, wasn't. Sammy was Guevara was able to, uh, Sammy Guevara was able to retain and hit Jay Lethal with that GTH. Yeah. Dude, that was a solid match, man. I mean, it was. I was, okay, so I was stoked because I knew that he challenged, but I didn't know that they were going to run that shit on Dynamite the next, you know, episode. 
when, yeah. when he on full gear when Jay Lethal challenged Sammy G, I was like, oh, that'll be cool, like in a couple weeks or whatever. No, it was like next. So it, that was cool that they did that shit. Um, I definitely. Absolutely, I dude. mean, there was there was people in the in our wrestling chat saying, um, you know, oh, I want to see fucking Jay Lethal walk out with it. They should surprise everybody. I think even you were like, dude, have him, you know, do some heel shit and fucking piss everybody off and leave with the TNT title. I get yeah. it. That all would have been cool, but I think it's way too early to take it off of Sammy with what they're sure. doing with Sammy and how they're building Sammy. If they yeah. were to take the title off him right now, it would just be, it would be a WWE move. Be like shooting themselves in the foot. You know what I mean? Like. Absolutely. To, to, Absolutely. To, to give it to a, a a has been, no offense, no disrespect, but somebody that up, somebody that could be considered a has been compared to Sammy G. You know. And somebody who is one of those four pillars that we're speaking of here, uh, in AEW, is MJF, and MJF just had a fucking crazy, <laughs> a crazy. Uh, very good that was nice meaty it's like he's dreaming them up at night just like all right i'm gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna put this here <laughs> oh. no dude i'm just kind of going backwards through the card we are in no chronicle chronicle chronological i like chronic i smoked <laughs> a lot of chronic yeah. so i can't say chronological chronic logical uh, man one of those four pillars of AEW uh, that we've been talking about here the last few episodes of the GL Meatbag Show, and someone who doesn't need the TNT title, nor the AEW Championship, nor the AEW Tag Team Championship. He doesn't need any of it because MJF just has the mouthpiece, like a golden yeah. mouthpiece. And he's out there cutting a promo, talking his shit, definitely reminding Darby that he lost to a headlock takeover. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, None other. We get it. Than, uh, the, we finally the man fucking get it. CM Punk comes down the ramp. His music hits. He walks in the ring. MJF tries to, you know, hey, and like introduce himself as Maxwell, and they wanted nothing to do with him. Or CM Punk wanted nothing to do with him. He just looked at him and walked right back out. Said not a word to him. Yeah. Fucking mind games. Mind games. I get it. That's that's right, Rody. So, um. Real quick, uh, I I wanna I wanna fuck. What is the word? Objection. Objection. I think MJF does need one world title run. Just one. Sure. Just one. Just to prove yeah. that he is better than you, and you know it. You know, like he's got to back so. up his bark. He does it in the ring very well, but he just needs that one fucking title run. To make him be like, yeah, I'm fucking main eventer. I'm a world champion. Like, boom. That's all, you know, that's all he needs. He can and have man, more than that, but he just, he needs at least one. So, getting back, I think it might be a little bit too early to have Punk. Get the fuck out of here. I think it's a bit too early. No, it's Why think perfect. But go ahead. Why? I just think because that one, they're both really good on the mic. So, you know, here in the short distance, there's CM Punk's going to talk to him, going to, you know, have that chat yeah. and it's going to be real good. But I just think it's still a bit too early. There's a couple other people. I think CM Punk should have ran through. You because it's going to be a question. good 
Because it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a great feud. So what do you think? It needs to be like slowly cooked or something like that. Kind of like yeah. what they're. Kind of like what they're doing with Wardlow and MJF. They're just like slowly cooking Planting Wardlow, walking away. Put in the crock yeah. pot. Put that shit on like so. You know. So say like say like MJF it, is in the ring, Punk's music hits and he comes out, but he doesn't say anything, and then he just goes back. Would that be like kind of slow? Yeah, that's that's a really good point. It might be. We might not even. We might. And and he's right. We might not even see that match or even see the exchange between those two. We're we're not even sure. That's why I say that's, it's perfect. Sure. Very very well. But because how you know what, that you know next week MJF's not going to let that go. No, but you know he's going to. But know if CM Punk keeps no selling him, it. then it's just going to keep building. Yeah. I so mean, if so that check works. it though. Check it. How many of us were like, all right, dude, I'm tired of this fucking homecoming tour with CM Punk. Like, a yeah. couple episodes of Dynamite in, we're like, all right, dude, we get it. Like, you're back. It's all love and hugs. Like, everybody was saying, tired of the love fest. Boom, Eddie Kingston. As soon as that match is over, strike iron when it's hot. Fucking get the first glimpse of possibility for those who didn't know already or wanted already, like us, for those that weren't even thinking about it, now they get it in their head. There's MJF and fucking a possibility of MJF and Punk. Oh shit, I didn't even think about that. Punk just came out and interrupted MJF. Didn't say a word. Now, if they fucking still keep slowly building it, then it'll be fucking perfect. I get what you're saying. If they go in next week and just spar on the mic, might be a little too soon but sure right now i don't think we know yet i think they might hopefully do it perfect just plant the seeds like you said with a wardlow like little you know negative comment here little fucking you know uh back mouth there you start to see tension but it's just weeks and weeks and weeks of building up absolutely yep you're right about that. And you, uh, you know what was not a week and week and week of building up was fucking Daniel Bryan's heel turn to open Jesus. the show. That was, that, was also. That, that was a good one as well. That was something else, man. You had uh you had the Dark Order in the ring. Uh John Silver was on the mic. He kinda brought Adam Page down, uh kinda gave him his big introduction in Adam Page's hometown in Virginia. So the For crowd the was awfully loud. It was a great it was a great way to start the show because yeah. the crowd I felt like stayed that loud all night. It was fucking awesome, dude. Um, Absolutely. Hangman Adam Page comes down and uh you know he's getting ready to give a celebrate celebratory promo and uh Brian Danielson's music interrupts him, which is fine at first because he comes down and just says he wants to congratulate him. And uh, you could tell things were kind of starting to go south because uh, BD was trying to uh, spit some promo shit at, like, kind of cut a promo on him. And uh, Paige wasn't having that. And so right. uh, when Brian said that he really wishes that uh, it was actually, he was surprised and a little uh, bummed, lack for a better term. Uh, that it wasn't Kenny Omega standing across from him in the ring. Uh, Paige quickly reminded him, reminded Brian and the rest of us listeners that he actually managed to beat Kenny Omega 
within 30 minutes. Yeah, and that's kind of where everything turns south. Yeah. And then the second Daniel Bryan talks about uh, wrestling the next night after he won uh, a the title, title at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the crowd just booed the fuck out of him. Like this is this crowd last night, guys, was just like the perfect <laughs> crowd you could just pull this off in front of. Like, yeah. there was no better time to have this segment and have these two characters in this storyline. Like, dude, whoever booked this segment needs a raise because this was fucking awesome. It was just Dad, well more done. Money. Yeah. TK, that was, that man. Was just, people, people shit on TK well a lot, done. man, but I think, I think Tony Khan might know what he's doing here and there. You know and then... I'm not. Absolutely. I'm not saying he's completely responsible for that whole thing. I don't know, but he sure. he he's he's good. He's he got a Dude. fucking gold star in my book. Yeah, for sure. That was and a I, thumbs I, I, up. That's gold star <laughs> thumbs up. I was a, There's one on the end of my thumb. I was sticking it to the camera. It's imaginary. See. Oh. Um. Yeah, it was just uh, well told, perfectly placed, perfectly paced. Everything was just perfect about this segment. I absolutely yep. loved it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I no, the highest no, praise possible. No toes in the water, nothing. It was just fucking head first dive in heel turn. Fucking, it went from like, you know what, to just like, you know what, <laughs> like, dude, he went like <laughs> full blown, dude, like. And this crowd last night, I just gotta <laughs> say, talk about the crowd again real quick. They were just on fire, bro. Yeah. They were on fucking fire, so Your it was really, yeah, it was it was really cool. It was it was just really cool. Everything was perfectly set up uh, for this heel turn, and then after that uh, little exchange they had there, trying to get their hands on each other. Um, God, Alex Reynolds always looks so awkward in the ring. <laughs> it's just like he's got such a straight face, like you know. They, we always talk about selling. Well, uh, selling. Selling is everything in wrestling, dude. Yes. Because and I heard and I heard this today too. Because even <laughs> if you're getting your ass, even if you're getting your ass kicked and you're selling, it looks like you're trying, which makes you look strong. It doesn't yeah. make you look weak. So, yeah. Um, yep. And you know, sell like people. But everyone just wants their fucking push. They, people everyone don't just realize wants their almighty push. That selling doesn't only mean like selling. Uh, an offense like it doesn't mean like you're you're hurt and you got to sell selling is all the time sell the intensity sell the reason why you're so pissed off and you have to win this match don't go out yeah. there and just look like Anna Jay like you're just fucking bored to be there go out there and fucking sell it in your face like look at it look why do I you mean, have heat with Anna Jay because she looks <laughs> bored all the time she, she yeah She's with she, the Dark Order. <laughs> <laughs> well, Someone it's like, like, yeah, I'm fucking Reynolds. Got Reynolds these kids. And, Andrew Reynolds, or uh, Alex Reynolds, excuse me, and uh, Anna J both kind of like lack that uh, selling. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think like someone like John Silver, John Silver sells everything he does. Yeah. You know? And it's, Boy. and it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, but I mean, great, like, dude. with the, uh, you know, sell sell why you're even out there. You got to sell to the audience yeah, exactly. all, all the time. You know, like 
one hundred percent. People think that selling is just like, oh, I gotta show that he hit me in the arm, and then I gotta hold my arm for the rest of the match. That's that's a form of selling, yes. But selling comes in all forms, young Padawan. Yes. Like even when you're walking down the ramp, and that crowd sounds a little bit louder than usual, you sell the fuck out of that. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fucking do this. Unless you're so, focused from to just one, know, like the rock, like and you just take it in like, yeah, I know. Right? And what oh go ahead, Rody. I just picture I just think of it as like turning the dial from one to like ten. Yes. Everything. Everything. So it, fucking it's so drama. Something, yeah. yeah. Wow. It, big faces and fucking Bro. I love selling. I sell every time I hang out with Geo. Like a good, <laughs> nice, <laughs> fuck you. So, uh, a good example would be like when uh, when Vince McMahon is getting sprayed down by the beer, the beer hose. Oh, and he's that was it, great. And that was then great. like Austin's just spraying down the ring, and then Vince McMahon is in the middle of the ring, like swimming in a puddle of beer. You know, like that's selling. <laughs> like it was, a, he thought it was a good idea to like, oh, I'm gonna pretend like I'm swimming. You know, like, it's stupid <laughs> yeah. as fuck, but it was hilarious. You know, that's, that's like, always know that you're, you know, you're on camera, you got an audience around. You you're see absolutely some of these, right. Yeah, some of these young guys act like they're working indie spots, and it's like, they're thinking, oh, the audience is watching the ring, they're not watching me. Well, guess what? You're still on camera, you dipshit. You know, like. You're always being watched. Yeah. I got eyes on you everywhere you go. And social media is well, not nice. No, we're not. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, well, one one match in particular last night I want to talk about. You didn't really have to sell because these motherfuckers were actually hitting hard. And I'm talking about Evil Uno and Brian Danielson. Like, that was a hard-hitting match, bro. Dude, like, Evil these Uno guys, could work. they were fucking hitting each other hard. Like, really hard. Yeah. I saw some potatoes in there, some potato punches. It, yeah, for sure. Like, dude, the when he was slapping Evil Uno, like that whole match was actually to show, like, all right, now here is heel Brian Danielson, you know? Yeah. And Did I'm you... very proud of myself for not fucking his name up once tonight. Good job, <laughs> buddy. Thank yeah, you. Good job. That is good. Watch me, watch me botch this up real quick. Uh, okay. I'm really mad that uh, Brian Danielson is going to destroy the fucking Dark Order one so by one. By one. So check it out. Yeah, I, I read something today, and I don't know how true this is, but it seems like a cool concept. Um, so, basically, Brian Danielson's heel turn is brilliant. He took on Uno in Hangman's home state to kick off the Mega Heat. Next week, they're in Chicago. Brian already said that he's going to take on Colt Cabana, which is from Chicago. Boom, boom. So he's probably going to destroy Colt Cabana. The following week after that, they are in Georgia, which is where Five is from. So you can count on, you know, DB versus Five. And then after that, they are in Long Island, where your boy John Meatman Silver, Johnny Hungy, is from. So... I'm sure it's going to be so, like Rody said, picked off one by one by one. The dark in order. their hometowns, and I didn't know it was in their hometown. And you know, none of them are going to win. And in their hometown. So, uh, 
After oh, that, no. the, the, per <laughs> the source stopped checking after that where the, the dates were. But it seems like the roadmap uh, nuked the top babyface faction one by one in their hometowns. By the time Brian versus Hangman happens, he'll be so hated Arn Anderson could come out, spray his brains all over the pavement, and he'll pop the crowd. <laughs> 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 oh God, I love it. Well, it was the it was a great dynamite. I'm looking forward to Rampage this weekend, boys. I am also looking forward to next um, dynamite. It is a gonna... wonderful time to be a wrestling fan. No roadie. We're just gonna skip we're just gonna skip over the fact that Kenny Omega isn't going to be wrestling anymore oh, for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah, he's taking some so, time off, man. So it looks like Kenny Omega is going to be taking... about. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, looks like uh, Kenny Omega is going to be taking some time off. He's got a lot of injuries he's needing to rehab. It's not just one thing. He's got multiple injuries that he's uh, needing to rehab. So uh, <laughs> we're just very happy that Kenny Omega produced such killer matches for us and just great entertainment over uh over the last uh year of him being a champion so from everybody here at the geo and meatbag show bow, we bow, wish bow. kenny omega uh, uh a speedy recovery and we can't wait to see him back in the ring kicking people's fucking faces and oh that's a different guy um 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 what about you know that like the way that that happened was fucking funny because budge was like Oh, I'll take. Oh, I'll make sure it, yeah. everything's fine. And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> and he, was like, oh, and he oh, said, oh, I was talking to, you. to the Bucks. <laughs> I was talking to the so Bucks." So that right there, a little so that right there yep. is your first, uh, your first clue about the, uh, the foreshadowing the elite kind of splitting up. Like maybe Kenny goes one way, and then Hang Hangy comes in. Like I don't, I don't know. Well, oh, you well, guys want to he, hear they, something? Well, they cut the promo, and he said the elite. He said oh, no, right. the super click. I was like, ooh, yeah. already changing the name of like that. Yeah. And you know, that's what happened with the Bullet Club and the Elite. was like the whole yep. name thing. And then, well, what? whose side are you going to be on? And the, the Elite yep. broke off away from the Bullet Club. And that's why when uh, uh, like AEW first started, I remember that the cheap way to, to write uh, Marty Skrull out of it was they were like, oh yeah, now we're the elite. And he's like, wait, the elite? He's like, what the fuck? I, I wanted to be in Bullet Club. And that was the last time you saw Marty Skrull on fucking BTE. <laughs> so, yep. so yeah, uh, there's that. So yeah, um, definitely seeds planted there. I, I, I fucking love it, dude. AEW, they know how to do it. Like, I, the WWE, it just like... It's so dumbed down these days. Like, they do something, and then the next week they completely scrap it, or it's completely different. And it's it's just like, like it, it's like the Survivor Series pay per view they have coming up. Wait, that's what's coming up next. None of it means anything. There's yeah. no meaning to it. There's no like backstories. There's no anything that means anything to this fucking booking setup. Like. The, yeah. the build-up to Roman Reigns versus Big E is just the worst fucking thing on television right now. It's just, yeah, Roman's killing it, Big E's killing it, but trying to make this story work right now is not going good for them. It's uh, the shits. Let's, let's hope that uh, Vince decides to, uh, he seems like he's thinning out the herd, so let's hope Vince decides to sell soon so we can get somebody else behind the uh, 
behind the steering wheel in that company and uh, we'll see some uh, different shit. I think that's what a lot of wrestlers there are holding out for. They're just holding out for Vince getting ready to sell because you know it's got to happen soon. Like they've, they've He's going to sell it to that. Disney. Yeah, Disney or, or I've heard Xfinity or they could sell it to Fox. Wait. I don't know. Yeah, that so. should be funny if Disney owned it. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's uh, weird. I heard it, Universal. I heard Universal might buy it too. It's it's crazy because it was just an idea or like a like a kind of a thought at first. Like, what the fuck is Vince doing? And then somebody was like, "It looks like he's gearing up to sell it." And then it was like, "Ah, he'll never sell it." And now it's like becoming more and more of a real like, is this? Is he really? Because. There's got to be something going on because this guy is fucking up. Like, I don't know what his deal is. Like, if he's just gone completely senile because of his age. I mean, I'm not trying to take a shot at his age, but if that's the case, then somebody needs to take his fucking hands off the steering wheel because... You're you're absolutely right, Gio. It's it's really hard to understand where Vince's head is with this whole thing, especially because he's such a private guy. Doesn't do media. Doesn't really explain yeah. to people, you know, a lot. And he's surrounded he by a team of writers and agents that, you know, it's it's really it, yeah. It's it's kind of a clusterfuck. So let's hope that somebody else gets behind that wheel here soon. Yeah. I mean, it's, for the, it's not for his the... son because last time he did, he had what Monday Night Underground. Shit, yeah, that was the shit. Yeah, that was the shit. <laughs> oh, did you see? Did you see? Uh, Brian yeah, Danielson man. say "motherfucker" on TV last night. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he said, "I'll kick your motherfucking head in," but not over the mic when he well, was uh, or something. Somebody. It was like in a match, or no? I think it was at. Was it at Full Gear? I don't no, know. No, it was in a match. Somebody, in a match last night. somebody in a match. I don't know if it was DB or not. BD, BD. I don't know if it was BD, BD. or not, but it was just like plain as day, like fuck. And it was like, <laughs> I think it was just like from you know taking a bump or something. I don't know, bust a hurt. Right. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I've been I've been listening. To, I gotta give a shout out where shout outs are due. I know that this guy will never probably even listen to this podcast, but. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of grilling with JR and he, he talks about his thoughts on like the shows and stuff like that. So I heard his thoughts about like full gear and shit like that uh, today. And it was just, it's just really cool. Like he talked about, uh, he, he, he talks about, you know, shit from the past as well. Like the quote I brought up earlier, that was uh, from Jim Ross. Uh, but uh, he talked about like people thinking that Eddie Kingston versus uh, CM Punk is going to go further or longer rather. And, uh, every, and and what is cool is this mentality that Kingston and Punk had. And JR totally understood it because he's an old school head of the business. Uh, not held no, the table. It's, it's, it's not going to be a 20-minute match. Even though they had 20 minutes, it's going to be 10 minutes because we're starting – we're fighting – and mm-hmm. no real fight ever is going to last 20 fucking minutes. You know what I mean? Right. So these guys, so instead of doing 20, they did 10, and they just fucking flo- uh, floored it the whole match. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They just started fucking fighting right away, you know? And it and it, it was one of the best matches on the whole fucking card. It yeah. was 10 minutes. Yeah. 
No, it was very hard-hitting. No, what the fuck they're doing? I don't care who shits on Eddie Kingston. He is fucking brilliant, dude. Yeah. And I'm very happy Punk is back because now that I've watched him, he has fucking shown me what he, his mind, like where his mind is with the business. Because you know he's in control of his creative. Yeah. You know that's in his, it's in his contract. And as JR always says, so it's about cash and creative. All right. <laughs> yeah. The two C. All right. And fucking, you know, CM Punk, like, bringing him back after seven years, that's what it's all about, dog. Cash and creative. And he's in control of both. Yeah. Well, I so, think AEW is very lean right, and they're creative anyways. It's like, Fuck show yeah, us they, what they you they got. Let, if it sucks, then we'll yeah. coach you through some shit, you know? like Exactly. And I think that's uh, the, the best way to do it. That's how it seems to be anyway. But, yeah. No, good good insight there from good old JR. I agree completely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. As Guys, for if we're going to see it again or not, I don't know. I think it's an open book. I think sure. they blew off the steam they needed to blow off for sure, but they'll, I think they might have another run in down the line, you know? Gotcha. Yep, yeah. I agree 100%. Guys, I fucking love you, and I love this goddamn podcast. And you know what else I love? Tits. Cosmic Soup recording where ah. I am doing my episode at. Jeremy's fucking, tits. Let me, tell, let me tell you something about Jeremy's tits. You guys go to CosmicSoupRecording.com. You contact Jeremy at mail at CosmicSoupRecording.com. Figure out what the fees are and get your ass in the studio today at Cosmic Soup Recording where they make dreams a reality. Yeah, you know boy. What? You know what else is at Cosmic Soup Recording? Right across the hall, Gio. You tell him. Bodacious Prince. <laughs> That's right, baby. Oh, you want me to keep going? Bodacious Prince, the best yeah, rates tell in town. About, tell the folks. Tell the the friendly folks. Do you have a band? Do you have a band? Do you have a cousin that's in a band? Do you have a business that you're trying to? Create some merchandise for koozies, shirts, hats, pins. Hit up Bodacious Prince. That's bodaciousprince.bigcartel.com. Or hit them up on Instagram at bodaciousaz. Or Facebook. Or bodaciousaz at gmail.com. Yeah. For a direct quote on prices. So, motherfuckers. Shout out to our sponsors. We love you guys. And very Anchor. Much. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. We're on Anchor yeah, now. Yeah, we're on Anchor this now. Is a thing. We're it's not a thing. on. We're not on. We're not on Launchpad anymore. It no. was a, it was a good time. Uh, it was our Launchpad. Yeah, literally. It was a very very well put by by your post. You know, like it. It was really cool because we we learned a lot. You know what I mean? Now we know exactly what we want to do and what Anchor has to offer is where we want to be, you know what I mean? Like, where else would we uh, want to be anywhere, Gio? I wouldn't. I would want to be exactly. right on Anchor. You know why? Because it's That's the right. fucking, it's the spot, dude. It's like the cool kids table at lunch. Everybody yep. wants to sit there, right? Well, guess what? We're there. We we're got a there, seat. Man. We're the head of the table. Get it? See what I did there? Don't let <laughs> Anchor.fm or download Anchor on uh, whether you're on the Apple got Store, got you on that Geo, or the motherfucking uh, what do you guys call the Google Store? Is it just the Google Store? Uh, yeah, I don't the Play, know. Store. Play Store, Play Store, Play Store, Play Store. 
Yeah. App, I call it the App Store. <laughs> That's App Store. You the apps. Where you buy your apps. <laughs> but yeah. Rody. Yes. What's up? I got those. Oh, shit. Look what and I, got I the found. Today? Look what oh, I found. Oh, God. No, I'm glad I have them. Glad I came prepared. I'm going to start you off real quick. Women blink nearly twice as much as men. <laughs> uh, a crocodile. I just cannot picture a girl. Go, like, uh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, totally. Just blink it. Like, fucking Uh, yeah, crocodiles cannot stick their tongue out. A ping pong balls travel off paddle at speeds of just under a hundred miles per hour. Wow, that's bad. Like from a professional hit. You said yeah. you said that like you were trying to sound indigenous. Ping pong balls. Ping pong balls. Oh. Honey is the only natural food made without destroying any life. Well, that's nice. I mean, has anybody asked the bees how they felt about that? Because I disagree. But... True. They what if it. they were like, they fucking took everything, man? Yeah, exactly. See, he gets it. Ruined their life. Boom. <laughs> uh, a snail... Can sleep for three months or for three years. How, how long is nap. a snail's life? I thought they lived for like 24 hours. <laughs> no, a snails don't live for 24 hours. Are you kidding me? You see those big ass fucking ones that are bigger than my fucking like hand? Yeah, they're all as old as trees. Snails? I'm gonna have to look that up. That'll be for next week. Yeah. And see, now you have facts for next week. There you go. <laughs> That's how you do it. He's just going to ruin it now and not have anything for next week. Uh, All right, I'm going to leave you off with one last one. A jaw, or a cat's jaw cannot move sideways. Oh, wow. Mine does when I do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, but those are my facts. Good job, Brody and Gio. Shout out to Gio for finding the music, man. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. It was on my well, laptop. It's nice. I just had to send it again. But, yeah. <laughs> it's actually nice to kind of uh, lay low on the live feed, you know what I mean, this week, and just kind of do something recorded. Our our next episode will also be pre-recorded because it's going to be the Thanksgiving episode. We're all going to be busy with our families, so we will yeah. we'll make sure to give you guys something for next week. Which is good because that leaves uh, that leaves our live episode to our special guest Chris <laughs> Daly from Authority Zero and Pulley. Everybody, absolutely, and that's going to be a really awesome episode. Uh, and all of these awesome episode, folks, you can uh, find on any of your podcast streaming platforms. Uh, as well as Anchor, we can't uh, express it enough. We're stoked to be here uh, with on Anchor and with Anchor. Yes. And uh, I'm stoked to be here with you guys. Bless the and Anchor Gods. To, May the, the anchor, anchor Gods bless our show. 
And even though I'm stoked to be here with you guys, I think it's time for us to get the fuck out. Yeah, here. I'm kind of. Yeah. I gotta. I think Doss Boomin's downstairs waiting for me to hit some dabs up with him. Well, yeah, yeah, you got a bunch of company. Do. Yeah, dude, you have a house full of people. Yeah, I got right a now. house party going on, dude. Marcel's here. <laughs> Doss Boomin's here. I'm like, shit. Roll through. It's crazy. It's crazy. If well, you want we appreciate. To. If you want to. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week right here uh, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Facebook Live. Uh, we just appreciate everything. Love you guys very much. Shout out to our sponsors as well, Bodacious Prince and Cosmic Super Recording. We love you guys as well. Yes, shouts out, shouts out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, these closing songs are going to be by the Beaters Band of Italy. Uh, first song you're going to hear is Love, I Can Be With You. The next song you're going to hear is My Mother Plays Rock and Roll. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you so much. Say goodbye, Rody. Everybody have a great week. Good night. Love you all. Folks, if you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash geoandmeatbag. Sign up. Support us. Everything helps. Goes back into the production of our podcast. We love and thank you so much. Everybody have a good night. This is the Beaters Band.
Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. 480-331-7687. 